Welcome into the Burgers Smokehouse PowerMizzou.com dance class after a, I don't know how else to say it other than a disaster in Oxford, Mississippi for the Missouri Tigers. Um, speaking of disasters, I just realized I'm not completely on the screen, so we're going to try to uh, try to fix that. Uh, sorry, we're getting things going there. I'm, I'm mostly in the window now, uh, but 80 to 59. Uh, Ole Miss just absolutely destroyed Missouri. I, I don't know any other way to put it. I, I'm going to let Breakfast King of Loyola sum this up. That sucked. It, yeah, that was, for 22 minutes, the worst basketball Missouri has played this season. Um, I don't want to say in a long time because, like, we've seen quite a bit of bad basketball in the last few years, right? But – the last 22 minutes of that game were absolutely dreadful out of Missouri. They were outscored 42 to 22 from the 157 mark of the first half on, averaged basically a point a minute for the last 22 minutes of the game. After actually starting and shooting pretty well and looking as if they were interested in being there and then just losing all interest in being there. And look, I don't say that lightly. I don't call out players for effort, say a team quit. I, I don't generally do things like that. But I'll do it when you talk to the head coach, and he pretty much says that. And we are going to play Conzo's press conference for you in just a couple minutes. I want to wait a little bit longer than I usually do because since we're starting this show early, I want to give people a chance to get in here. And And I'll be honest, I don't know what to expect. It's 1020 on a Wednesday night. Missouri just got blown off the floor. There won't be, There may not be very many people here. There may not be a lot of interest in talking about this. And if there isn't, that's fine. We'll play Conzo's press conference. We'll take a few comments and we'll get out of here. I mean, I'm not trying to stay up till 2 a.m. to break down that train wreck if, if nobody wants to do it. But I do want to give a few more people a chance to get in here. So rather than start Conzo's press conference immediately, we're going to delay it about four or five minutes, give everybody a chance to get in here. And, and then we will go ahead and, and get going. And look, Ole Miss was a team that had trouble scoring all year, didn't make very many shots, and they were making everything. And now in the first half, Missouri was making everything too. Uh, Drew Smith had three threes. Javon Pickett had two threes at halftime. Kobe Brown had a couple of nice shots. And, and Missouri was like they were playing great defense, but they were playing well. They were matching Old Miss's energy. And then, I, I don't know. I, Ole Miss scored the last four points of the first half, and it appeared that Missouri just decided they didn't want to do this anymore. Ole Miss played like a team whose season was on the line. Missouri played like a team that was being inconvenienced having to play an 8 o'clock road game. I, I mean, that's the truth. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how else to put it. Here, plus minus, I've said this a lot, plus minus is an imperfect stat. I, I'm not, you know, because there are some weird things in it. But you can sense some general trends. Missouri had seven guys who played 14 minutes or more. Here are the plus-minus ratings for those players tonight. Kobe Brown led the way. He was minus nine in 24 minutes. That was, like on this team tonight, that was a fantastic effort. Uh, Javon Pickett, minus 12 in 18 minutes. One of the better efforts. Jeremiah Tillman was minus 14 in 25 minutes. Drew Smith was minus 17 in 33 minutes. Mitchell Smith was minus 13 in just 14 minutes. 
Xavier Pinson was minus 15 in 25 minutes, and Mark Smith was minus 21 in 29 minutes. I mean, I you can't really single anybody out because it was just awful across the board. Now, Drew Smith, he scored 17 points. He hit some shots. I'll exempt him from a lot of this talk. Conzo exempted him from some of this talk. Kobe Brown made a couple nice plays. I thought Javon Pickett gave them some minutes. Um, Mark Smith, I, I just, I honestly didn't really notice him. Um, Xavier Pinson, unfortunately for him, I noticed him. It, it was not ever for a good reason. This was, I, I mean, it was a combination of not playing well and then simply being checked out. I mean, they showed a shot of him on the bench early in the second half and it was look I don't want to I don't want to extrapolate to 40 minutes off one shot because I didn't see him the rest of the time but he looked very checked out in that game and 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 we went back this is the first time we've seen not motivated semi disinterested Jeremiah Tillman in a while too and it's too bad because you know Ramella White was in foul trouble and it seemed like Missouri had a chance to get Tillman going None of that ever happened. Um, it was, you know, it was it was brutal. Um, Missouri got destroyed, and I, I I don't know how many other ways to put it, guys. Um, Ole Miss just just took Missouri's soul and and crushed it uh, at, at the Tad tonight. Um, Ole Miss wanted to win this game, needed to win this game. Missouri kind of played like a team that felt like, hey, we're number 10. Maybe maybe we've done some things. You know, we'd like to win this game probably, but it'll be okay if we don't. So uh, before I, like, get accused of killing these guys and, and saying things out of school, I want you to hear what the head coach said after the game because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm forming some of what I said after listening to what he said. So here's Conzo after the game from Oxford. Conzo, you've you've said a lot of times over the years that defense is largely about effort, especially in the second half. Did you feel like you got that that effort out of your team tonight? Not at all. Not at all. Just I don't know what to attribute that to, even where to start. Just just didn't have that edge, man. That that, that edge. Whether they making shots, energy's high. Just didn't have the edge um, that we normally have, and it just it's unfortunate, it really is. And then I thought we took some quick off balance shots, you know, some guys got to do a better job of setting the physical tone and we didn't do it tonight and give them guys credit. Dave Manor. Conzo, was, was this a night where guys let struggles on one end kind of impact how they played on the other end? Did you I feel think, like? I think in some cases, not every guy, but just, again, just, we're a team with, with a defensive mindset and you have to have that, especially when you're going on the road, you can get away with certain things at home but you'll pay for them on the road and uh, we paid for it tonight, but you got to be aggressive. It, even, even in taking shots, you got to, you got to attack the rim and taking shots. You just can't be settling for three point shots all around the perimeter. We didn't do a very good job of attacking the rim. Mitch. Sorry about that. Conzo, I don't believe y'all scored a fast break point tonight after that was obviously a big part of the game uh, against Alabama. Is that something you feel like there were opportunities missed on or, or um, you know, is that something Ole Miss did well or what, what kind of went into that? Well, we talked about getting out running, uh, doing a better job of running. Uh, I think they probably had the, the defense set, you know, but again, it's, 
it, it's oftentimes it's hard to run the way you run when a team shoot 56% from the field, but that means they're making baskets. So we didn't defend at the level we needed to defend that and we paid for it. Sleechy. Hey, Kaz, I know you don't look at the stats too much, but just getting out rebound at 34 to 19, I know that's obviously what you kind of build your programs on. Is that just part of losing that edge and aggressiveness? All of it. That's all of it. And um, I, I wouldn't necessarily attribute, attribute it too much as guys' shots aren't falling. Those same guys got to do a better job of setting the tone defensively, playing hard, those sorts of things. I mean, you, I mean, this is what we do. I mean, you got to defend, rebound, and play hard. It's not necessarily whether my shot will fall. Just some guys just didn't give it tonight. Some guys didn't show up. Eric? Con, is this the type of game where you just tip your hat to Kermit and say, you know what, you guys are the better game tonight? Or do you point out, okay, this just can't happen again with, you know, some of the shortfalls you've already mentioned? Oh, it certainly can happen, but but again, you have to give those guys credit. They played with energy, played hard. They protected their home court. They made shots. Um, they shot the three ball better than they you know shot it from some statistically during the season. But that's what happens when you allow a team to get their head up and play with energy and play with enthusiasm. Made it a ball game. We paid for it. Internet. Conzo Jeremiah only has four field goal attempts tonight. How would you have liked to see him get more touches and be more active? Well. Uh, wanted to be more aggressive. Uh, and, you know, I think you know, him missing some free throws probably slowed him up as far as being aggressive posting. He got to still aggressive, post aggressively. And I, but I think also um, the double coming different ways. Uh, he knew it was coming. Shooters got to be ready. He had, a, I think he had one or two turnovers when they, when they did double him. Um, because I, and I think it was more so not necessarily double, but guys diving late. You got to dive sooner. So he can have that release, man. But I mean, again, you, you want him to get more opportunities, but also you got to give those guys credit for making it hard on them. And, and, and they're probably saying, well, somebody else got to beat us and not Tillman. Colin? Coach, what, what can you do in the second half just to keep things from spiraling? It seemed like, like alluded to earlier, you know, uh, one thing on the defensive, it didn't go your way. And then it led to the offense not going your way in empty possession. And then it just kept, kept kind of spiraling. Can you do anything um, from the sideline to, to stop that from happening? I think I called an early timeout, guys. Let's 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 go. Let's let's focus on what we're doing. But that that has to be the leadership on the floor. And I say leadership. All the five guys on the floor have to take pride in what they're doing. Um, you have you have to so much stop the bleeding, and it didn't happen. You you can't get consumed get consumed with the other stuff. Stop the bleeding. Take pride in defending one possession at a time, and it just didn't happen. Jack. Council, after the big Bama win, was there any factor of kind of overlooking the opponent tonight? Or, and, and if not, what do you attribute the lack of effort to? Uh, I, I don't know. I think it was more the lack of effort in the second half. Um, they made some plays, turnover here, turnover there, and all of a sudden they got their heads up and go 14, 15, 16, different ball game. Um, I mean, it, we, we beat it. We beat an Alabama team. That was a, I mean, yeah, they hadn't lost a game, but it was a conference opponent, so it wasn't as if – we, we did some respectful to those guys like we did some special. We beat a conference opponent. You know, he just happened to be ranked 10, and that was great. But we didn't play well in, in, in the stretch there when he, we, we allowed a 22-point lead to get cut. So we just won a ball game. We didn't play great. We played great in the first half. But, again, we have to do a better job defending, moving the ball, executing, cutting. And, uh, like I said, we didn't get a lot of drives at the rim outside of maybe Drew Smith. We didn't get drives at the rim at all. And that's one of the biggest things we take pride in, offensive rebounds, post-touches, drives at the rim, and we didn't get that. Joel. Hey, Carzo. Uh, Ole Miss had a lot of success in the in-between area. 
Uh, would you kind of attribute some of those uh, shots to being tough shots or was there a lack of defensive effort there? I think some just momentum and rhythm, but you know, we'll play the percentage if, if they were tough twos. If they shot tough twos over contested hands, they made those type shots, we'll play those percentages. Uh, but again, I got to go back and watch film on every shot. I thought they had too much comfort and rhythm in their shooting more than anything. I, I didn't think they were under duress in a lot of cases. Hey, Matter. That's what I was going to ask about. I mean, just looking at their numbers going in, would, would you have been surprised to see they, they shoot the three like they did? Well, it, it surprised me because, again, they, they hadn't shot it well all season, but they made shots. But I, but I think when you allow teams to, to get their heads up, they get confidence. Like, like, and I told our guys, I said, man, they're a Division One basketball team, a talented team. I said, guys, now remember, we weren't shooting the ball well from three at one point. So it's the same thing. They, those guys know how to play basketball. I said, just let's let's not let this be the night. And it's tonight was the night. Mitch. So X had a couple of really good games against Ole Miss last year, but they uh, kind of had an answer for him tonight. It appeared, I guess, just just what kind of did they do to slow him down, and what more would you maybe like to see from him? Uh, I'm not sure what they did. I, I, I mean, I didn't see they didn't trap him. Nothing. I just think he got to be aggressive. He got to be aggressive getting downhill. I thought he settled a lot on the perimeter. Uh, he didn't attack the rim at all. He, he wasn't aggressive at the rim making plays. And, 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 and that, in a lot of ways, when he's not doing that, we become stagnant because you count on that, especially certain actions that we have. If he's not around the rim and he's taking tough twos or you know, tough threes, then everybody kind of stands and it kind of goes from there. But I, I didn't think he was aggressive at the rim uh, like I know he can be. Gabe. Uh, you've talked a lot about uh, the team taking advantage of every opportunity to play and just – Given that you have so many guys that are third and fourth year, how disappointing is it to sit here and, and talk about a team that you feel like some guys kind of didn't show up tonight, in your words? Well, it's disappointing just because that's what we do, but not necessarily what year they are, because I mean, you, you can be an older guy to have struggles in games and whatever situation is going on outside of the game, whatever that is. So it's not so much the years, it's just the, the approach. I mean, because you got to have energy, you got to have effort, you got to do, the, especially things that we take pride in. You got to have that now. It's so one thing your shot doesn't fall, but the other stuff we got to give. We got to defend. We got to rebound. We got to play hard. We got to do that. Um, and, and all of it just kind of went down. And I, and I didn't think we played a great first half. I mean, we were at bay, at bay, at bay, and we didn't defend well, but I thought we had energy. And I thought the energy dropped and the effort on defense dropped in the second half. Time for one more. Mason. Coach, Ole Miss assisted on 21 of their 29 field goals made today. Uh, would you attribute that to more so good ball movement or some defensive breakdowns or a little bit of both? Oh, both, both. I mean, good ball movement. I, I, again, that, that's 80 points. That, that means we didn't defend well. We got 19 rebounds. They got 34. We just didn't play well, I mean, especially in the second half. That, that's it. And you got to give those guys credit. They played hard. They competed. They protected their home court. Thanks, Coach. All right, so there you have it. Um, and... and... That wasn't a coach saying, hey, it just wasn't our night. Those guys beat us. You know, he gave Ole Miss credit. But that was as close as I've ever heard Conzo Martin to calling out his team. I mean, that was guys didn't show up. Guys didn't bring effort. Guys didn't bring energy. There was no edge. I mean, that he didn't use the Q word, but basically he said the effort went away in the second half. I mean, you translate that however you would like to translate it. We all know what that means. Uh, that was a team. And 
We didn't need Conzo to tell us that, but like you do need Conzo to tell you that because he's the coach, and he can say it when we can't. But if you're watching that game, I, you can see the lack of effort there. I, I mean, I, they didn't look very interested. Uh, I thought Javon Pickett did. I thought Kobe Brown mostly did. And I thought Drew Smith largely did. Um, but there was a, a lot of other not super invested play tonight. I, that's the nicest way I think I can say it. And what you get when that happens is a team that is getting almost any shot at once in Ole Miss and, it, and, and an average team that blows you off their home floor. I mean, that, Ole Miss was 10-8 and eight coming into tonight. They've been playing better. They're, they've got a shot at playing their way into the NCAA tournament. But um, a 21-point loss down there is is disappointing. <laughs> I mean, hey, bad days happen. Bad days happen to everybody. It, Missouri could very well come back and, and run the table between here and the end of the regular season or whatever. But there were concerning things to see tonight. I want to point out, we've got the number up there on the screen. Again, I know it's 10.30 on a Wednesday night. I know a lot of people probably turn this thing off with 10 minutes to go. Uh, I probably would have if I could have. If you're up, if you want to give us a call, if you want to talk about it, 573-234-4935. But while we are uh, waiting to see if we get any calls, we're just going to roll through... uh, Roll through some of these, uh, some of the comments here in the chat for the guys who have been around since since we started here 20 minutes ago. Uh, Zachary Ray says, "I now see why Old Miss was favored." Yeah. Um, hey, I said on the pregame show when people asked about Old Miss being favored by a point and a half, I said it seems weird to me, but they don't build those buildings in Vegas by being wrong very often, right? Um, they don't have the big shiny lights and stuff in Vegas because they screw it up. Um, and boy, uh, I mean, I guess they did screw it up because Ole Miss won by 21. Um, but you know, that, that was, uh, that was eye opening for Missouri. Um, concept check says rather we lost this game than the one, two weeks from now, we got to make them think they're playing a, a top ranked opponent every game. If you're talking about the one, two weeks from now against Ole Miss, actually, I disagree. The one you want to win is tonight because that's a road game. They were 64 in the net coming in. Playing team number 64 on the road counts as a quad one win. Playing team number 64 at home is a quad two win. The one you actually wanted to win was tonight if you're only winning one of those two, if, if you're talking resume and tournaments and, and stuff like that. Uh, Colby says got to make the free throws, and yeah, there's no question that was a problem. Missouri was 5 of 15 from the line, and I mean, part of it was Jeremiah Tillman, certainly. Uh, I'm looking uh, I'm looking up the stats right now, and Tillman was, was 2 of 6, but even outside of Tillman, Missouri was 3 of 9 from the line. Pinson never got there. Drew Smith never got there. Mark Smith 1 for 3. Kobe Brown 0 for 2. The Missouri had five players take a free throw, and not one of them made all of his free throws. Uh, Mitchell, Mitchell Smith and Parker Brown were each 1 for 2. Um, and then... Mark Smith, one for three. Kobe Brown, 0 for two. Tillman, 0 for six. Uh, so, yeah, free throws, among many, many other things, uh, was a problem tonight. Uh, Jake says, can't keep following up big wins with these awful losses. I mean, I get it, but they are 13 and four. Um, you know, I 
I think we need to separate. Tonight was a terrible night, and they looked awful and maybe didn't try as hard as they could from the season. I mean, it's not like this happens all the time with this team. They are 13-4. and They are, even with this loss, if they win on Saturday, I imagine ranked 15th, 16th. You know, I mean, this is this is not a a terrible team. This doesn't wreck everything, but it was a bad night. Uh, Sam Smith says it's going to hurt come SEC tournament time. If the season was over tonight, would be a, looking at a sixth seed. It, it, I mean, it could, yeah, but um, I actually, and that may be right. Um, I, I'll look up the standings right now. Uh, LSU did beat Mississippi State, so that's kind of a difference maker there. Tennessee won tonight against uh, Georgia. But so, yeah, as of right now, Missouri would be a six seed. But as of right now, Missouri and Florida are six and four, whereas LSU, Arkansas, and Tennessee are seven and four. So the difference really is just the different number of games played at this point in time. Missouri plays Arkansas on Saturday. If Missouri beats Arkansas in that game, then Missouri's back in the top four. I mean, this could hurt come SEC tournament time. But, you know, they, they also beat uh, beat Alabama, which gives them some help in the, uh, in the tiebreakers and things like that. So, you know, this game could hurt, uh, you know. At the end, um, Bradley Heath says this game's the exact reason why I'm terrified of the tournament when it comes to this team. I mean, look, the tournament's a crapshoot, right? I mean, I'd be terrified of every team in the tournament that's not named Gonzaga or Baylor. I think most of them could lose on any given day. Missouri has shown the ceiling of this team as a Final Four team. It's shown that it can beat four straight good teams and make a Final Four. And the floor of this team is losing – Round one or two, uh, certainly. Probably losing round one. I mean, upsets happen. So they could absolutely lose game one and they could go on a run. But I think that describes most teams in the country. You know, um, I, I, I will say, I, I think if there's a long-term concern, you might be a little worried about the defense. Um, they gave up 80 to, to Auburn. They gave up. 98 to TCU. I know that was overtime, but they were over 80 in regulation. Then they gave up 80 to Ole Miss. They had not given up 80 in 19 games. They've now done it three out of four. And look, Auburn and and Alabama are good offensive teams. TCU and Ole Miss really aren't. And those teams are getting mostly where they want. So we've talked a lot about Conzo picking up the pace and, and playing it differently offensively. Well, I'm starting to wonder how much that came at the cost of defense. Now, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be, hey, if you play faster or play harder on this end, you don't have to play as hard on the other end. But it's starting to look like it's possible that it could have happened. Um, Tillman seemed to fumble the ball a lot more than usual. Uh, yeah, it, he had some, some drops, I think. Some of the passes weren't great. Missouri didn't have actually a ton of turnovers. I mean – they turned the ball over 12 times. That's actually, I, I think, pretty good for Missouri, if you want the truth. Uh, four of them were by Pinson, three by Tillman. And so, I mean, that's we've talked all year about Missouri's kind of trinity, right? X Pinson, Drew Smith, Jeremiah Tillman. If they all three play well, Missouri can beat almost anybody in the country. If two of them play well, Missouri's going to beat a lot of teams. 
if none or one of them play well, Missouri's going to lose to a lot of teams. Well, what you got is one played well tonight. And I'm not even sure Drew Smith played well. He played decent. He played certainly better than anybody else probably. But 17 points on 6 of 15 shooting, 5 of 9 from three-point range. So he was 1 of 6 on twos. He didn't get to the line. He had two rebounds, three assists, one turnover, three steals. So he he played solid. I, I wouldn't say it was his best game, but but he played solid. Uh, Pinson and Tillman combined for 12 points on 5 of 15 shooting. Uh, Pinson went 3 for 11. Tillman took only four shots all day. Pinson was 0 for 5 from 3, and a couple of those were just dreadful shots. I mean, just early in the shot clock, jacking them up two feet behind the line with no chance. Uh, Tillman was 2 for 6 from the free throw line. Pinson never got there. Tillman had six rebounds. Pinson had none. They both had two assists. Uh, we mentioned the seven turnovers. Tillman had one block and Pinson had one steal. Missouri's not going to win games like that against good teams. Uh, I mean, you get you get the effort you got, and yes, I use the word effort intentionally. Out of Tillman and Pinson tonight, this team's not going to win many games. Uh, not against decent competition. I uh, do want to say again, anybody that, that wants to call in can. Again, I understand it's late. It's almost 11 o'clock on a Wednesday night. A lot of you probably gave up on this. Uh, we generally go pretty long on, on this show, well over an hour. I don't think we'll do that tonight because, you know, there's just uh, there's not a ton of people and, and there's not a ton of things to say, to be quite honest. We are going to roll through the comments for the people who are here. Appreciate those of you who are here and also appreciate Burger Smokehouse. You can see that logo up in the right-hand corner. Sometimes I, I think that you guys just automatically know this because we, I say it every show, but I need to remember to say it every show that Burger Smokehouse uh, makes this possible. They've helped us out all through football season and in basketball season. They're a third and fourth uh, generation family-owned and operated business in California, Missouri. All kinds of great stuff. There's bacon, pulled pork, ribs, turkey, ham. I used some uh, some of the ham on a, a Cuban sandwich the other night. Uh, really good stuff. Never had anything that that I didn't wasn't satisfied with from there. You can go online at smokehouse.com. You can get it at pretty much any grocery store in the state of Missouri. Price Chopper, CNR, Gerbs, Woods, uh, Hy-Vee. Schnooks, you can get it all over the place. Um, if you can't find it at one store, just go to the one on the other side of the street. They'll probably have it. Burger Smokehouse, smokehouse.com. Check them out. Support them. Support the people who uh, who have helped us, uh, you know, kind of change change the way we're doing things this year and bring you guys a new uh, product. So now that we've got those bills paid, I'm going to continue to uh, roll through the comments. Case says it's a good time to use the uh, guaranteed win on Saturday. Uh, Saturday is rally for rally for Ryan. Missouri has not lost that game ever. Um, even when, you know, wins didn't happen very often. Wins happened on that day. Uh, Missouri hosts Arkansas. I forget the game time exactly. Excuse me. But, yeah, it's rally for Ryan day on Saturday. And it uh, comes at a good time because Missouri really needs to uh, bounce back. Um Okay, Breakfast King brings up an excellent point here that I feel like we probably should have talked about before. I'd like to know how Old Miss built a brand new arena and ended up with that awful high angle where you can't even see the entire near sideline on TV. I, I'll be honest, like I don't generally object to broadcasts and things like this, 
the very first thing I thought when that game came on was, oh, they're not going to show me the whole game from this angle, are they? It was awful to watch. The only thing worse than that high angle from the side of the court was when they used the cigar cam on the free throws through the backboard. Like, that was actually even a worse angle. Um, that was, I, I don't know if it's the sight lines in the arena or the way cameras were set up or maybe if they're scaled back due to COVID and they aren't using as, as many people and angles, but it was an awful, awful hard thing to watch, uh, the angles those cameras were at. I 100% agree with that. Um Breakfast King again says, got to respect Conzo for the way he's handling this and the post game so much better than, uh, than coach K and look, Conzo is not going to, he's never going to be that guy. He always handles the questions. Well, even when he gets questions that I think deserve a little bit of a, uh, scolding, he's not going to do it. That's not him. Um, also I, I thought the questions were fair tonight, you know, I mean, uh, and, and obviously so did he. I mean, because I kind of set the tone right out of the gate. I asked him the first question and said, do you feel like you got effort out of your team? And he said no. You know, I mean, that kind of sets the tone for the rest of the press conference. So I think he was as disappointed as, as most of you guys were. Um, and Kay says, don't understand how you can show up to a ba basketball game that matters and just not try. And Like, try – I think they wanted to win. I don't think it's that they weren't trying necessarily. Although, I mean, effort is try. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they just they didn't look interested in the second half. And the weirdest part to me was they did look interested in the first half. Like Pinson wasn't playing well in the first half, but it wasn't like he wasn't checked out. Right, Tillman, I thought was was fairly involved in the first half. Um, I'm gonna look at. Let me look at the first half numbers for Missouri. So, Pinson had four points and two assists in the first half. He was two of seven, but four points, two assists in 13 minutes. Tillman had six points, five rebounds in 16 minutes in the first half. Now, in the second half, Xavier Pinson scored two points on one of four shooting and had two turnovers in 11 minutes. Jeremiah Tillman, no points, did not take a shot, 0 for 2 from the line, one rebound, two fouls, and three turnovers in nine minutes in the second half. So, look, I don't think you have to go searching too hard to figure out who Conzo's talking about when he's questioning effort. I mean, Tillman and Pinson combined two points on one of four shooting, 0 of two at the line, one rebound, one assist, five turnovers in the second half. That's your two best players, and that's what Missouri got out of them. And, look, they've been great. They'll probably be great again. But Missouri's not going to win games when that happens. And, clearly, the coach thought it was an effort thing tonight. And, I, again, watching the game, I, I think it was fair to think that. Um, no question. And Jonah says, and you know, too old to get uh, trapped in a trap game by 21. Look, this – I don't like the term trap game because Ole Miss – They've been playing better. If if Missouri thought they were going to roll the ball out and win this game, that's on them. That's their fault. Um, but but the age is. I agree, and I asked Conzo that in the post game. If you were here, if you heard his post game press conference, I asked him, like, how disappointing is it that you've got third and fourth year guys and you're sitting here questioning their effort? And he said it's not really about the age, but it is about the age. 
X Pinson's been here too long. Jeremiah Tillman's been here too long. They've been through too many of these things. They've put too much work into this program to get it where it is for that to happen. Now, losing by 21 happens. Look, you go out and you shoot three for 11. Sometimes that happens. But for the coach to openly be saying, mm, yeah, some guys just didn't show up. I mean, that's that's a different deal. And, and juniors and seniors shouldn't have that. That's a freshman thing. Um, I, I, that shouldn't be happening in, in your third, fourth year in the program, in my opinion. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Josh Cook wants to stop playing games in the state of Mississippi. Missouri's been outscored in the second half by 43 points in the state of Mississippi this year between Starkville and Oxford. Uh, Hump says, I've watched Mizzou lose this kind of game for decades. Uh, just not a program that traditionally handles success well. I, I don't know. Decades might be overstating it. Decades ago, Missouri did things like win conference titles. Uh, I know it's been a long time. Uh, many of you probably don't remember it, but I can promise you it happened because I've seen it. Um, I think every every fan base tends to think their team does bad things more often than others, and I don't know. Maybe this is the type of game Missouri loses a lot more. It's it's the type of game Missouri's lost since they've been in the SEC, honestly. I mean, when Missouri joined the SEC, you would have thought, hey, Missouri's a better basketball program than Ole Miss. You know what the record is since Missouri joined the SEC against Ole Miss? They're 3-14. and 14. I mean, yeah, you can blame Kim Anderson all you want. Take the Kim Anderson games out. They're 3-8 and eight against Ole Miss. Uh, you know, that's, that's not great. Um, just always seems to, to kind of be an issue. Um, concept check, not worried yet. Um, uh, yeah, look, tonight's bad. It, I mean, and tonight was super ugly, but it it's just a loss. It's a quad one loss. Um, again, 21 or five, it, it matters in the metrics a little bit. Don't get me wrong. And, and that's why, that's why we talked about on Saturday when Alabama came back and turned a 22 point game into a one point game, ultimately a three point game, you missed an opportunity there. Well, by not doing that here, Missouri kind of, you know, did the opposite, which is this game will hurt them a little bit more because they lost it by 22 and not by, or by 21 and not by five. Now, I don't think it matters a whole lot, honestly. I mean, it may move your Ken Palm ranking up and down or your net ranking up and down a couple spots, but. In the end, like just big picture team-wise, does it matter if you lost 80 to 59 or 60 to 59? Only if you let it carry over. And, if the, again, if this team lets this carry over, they're third and fourth-year guys. That shouldn't happen. If it does, then you got bigger problems than, than just tonight. Uh, Georgia Rebel joining the show. Appreciate that. And says uh, that's the best we played all year. And, yeah, I actually – I was uh, texting with Neil – during the game, and he said, Ole Miss can't play any better than this. And and it's a fair point. Um, Ole Miss was really good. Now, I think also part of the reason that Ole Miss was really good was Missouri didn't seem to express any real interest in stopping them in the second half. First half, full credit to Ole Miss. Ole Miss hit shots. They hit some tough shots. Um, they hit more of those shots than they usually hit. And Missouri was engaged in the first half. But I, I don't know. The second half, they just Missouri just wasn't there. Um, and so that I think is, is when things got out of hand and, and really, you know, just, just went the way, uh, they went pocket watch says the pavilion is a great place to watch a game. Um, 
I've heard it is, you know, I mean, I like what they did there. I like what they did at Auburn, which is build an arena that's going to be full. Now, I know it wasn't tonight, but in normal times, like build a 9,200 seat arena because 9,200 in a 9,200 seat arena looks a whole lot better than 9,800 in a 15,000 seat arena. I think it's actually one of the things that Mizzou did wrong back when they built Mizzou Arena. And I understand why they did it when they did it, because the program was in a different place and a lot more people went to games, and especially students. But now, even if you get – like, you can get 11,000 in that place, and it seems kind of empty because there's 4,500 empty seats. So I I like the smaller smaller arenas, absolutely, in the the SEC that that Auburn and Ole Miss have – uh, put together, uh, Pocket Watch says the upper deck is a diamond shape with the high point at midcourt, where the and that's where the cameras are a long, long way from the court. Well, that explains the angle a little bit. They need to fix that because it's absolutely dreadful. Um, Adam is asking the Mizzou press didn't look good in my opinion are we chalking that up to effort or design i assume you're talking about the full court press and not the presses in the media um i i'll be honest i i didn't see missouri press in a ton i if they did um it was i don't know maybe at a point in the game i was checked out um i don't think anything looked good on defense i, I mean i just they just didn't play any defense most of the night um you know again Ole miss deserves a little credit for that but but Ole Miss broke Missouri's spirit in that one. So, um, team used to shoot free throws well, and now they don't. Yeah, 100%. You're right. Um, all right, so Hump's, Hump is asking, what do you think the deal is with X? Is he just a mellow young dude that has a passive personality? He is – no. I, I don't think I would describe Xavier Pinson as passive. I, he – can be aggressive he just I I don't know he wasn't tonight Uh, I I, this is you know I I think he's an emotional kid and emotions can can do two things they can fire you up and really really you know get you going and really drive you but they can also sometimes go the other way I mean it's hard to ignore the offseason stuff where it's kind of been like posted on social media thinking he was going to transfer and a little bit of drama, like, you know, that's a part of it too. Um, so I just think he's an emotional kid, and I don't know, he just didn't seem all there tonight. Um, for whatever reason, look, I'm not going to speculate on that because I have no idea. I don't know the guy. I don't Whatever may be going on in his life, anything that happened with the team, off the court, I have no clue. So I, I can't speculate on that. But he just, just watching that game, he just, he seemed checked out to be quite honest, um, you know, so, um, okay, David says Mizzou was ranked 12 and then lost, ranked 12 again, then lost, ranked 10 and lost. Yeah, I mean, look, last week, like six un- six ranked teams lost to unranked teams on the same day. It happens. Understand it. You don't want it to. It's uh, tonight was no fun for anybody, but it does happen. It is college basketball. Uh, again, the key is Missouri can't let this carry over to Saturday. They got to come back. Uh, Saturday now becomes a game that Missouri needs to win. Uh, I think without question. Um, you know, you got to beat Arkansas at home. You need to go one and one this week, minimum. And it just, uh, it got harder. 
after tonight. Now, at Ole Miss, again, it's a quad one loss. It's not terrible. It doesn't have to derail the season. But this team now has questions to answer that we probably didn't think they were going to have to answer a couple days ago. So, appreciate you guys uh, hanging out, hanging uh, with me and staying up late. It's 11 o'clock on Wednesday night. Um, you know, it was a blowout. The game's realistically been over for an hour and a half now. Um <laughs> maybe even a little bit longer, but appreciate you guys hanging out here. Appreciate Burger Smokehouse uh, taking care of us and, and sponsoring the show. On top of the fact that it's 11 o'clock and I've still got work to do, I'm starting to lose my voice. So we're going to uh, call it a night, a short show tonight. Um, Missouri is back in action on Saturday, and we will certainly be uh, back with everything pregame, postgame from the Arkansas game. But appreciate all you guys who did stick around with us and and come check things out. Uh, bad night for Mizzou, but uh, they'll try it again over the weekend. Thanks, all.